Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. If you like what we do, if you enjoy the content that we put out, please visit themaximuspodcast.com. Uh, we have a thing called the Inner Circle. And yes, Joe, we are sponsoring ourselves. Why pay the bills when we can That's pay right. you and I first? But if you like this stuff, if you want daily workouts, if you want great training programs, if you want motivational and inspirational videos, and you want some one-on-one interaction with myself and Joe, uh, we're on there every day talking with members from all over the world and the members communicate with each other, head over to the maximuspodcast.com and sign up. We would love to have you as members of our inner circle. Uh, and, and it really is a great service that if you're interested in bettering your life, and I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in that kind of thing. Yep. So, Again, the MaximusPodcast.com. Here is part two of our interview with Ashley Borden. If you have not listened to part one, push pause, stop listening to this right now, and go back one episode so you can listen to part one because it is some incredible stuff. She is one of the best, very uh, one of the very best trainers in the world, um, and and really someone that we really look up to in the fitness industry. Yeah. So. Uh, go uh, check out number one. And if you have, then then you know how wonderful she is. You can just <laughs> keep on with part two. Years ago when I first started, Carl, my mentor, had asked me, he's like, I, I want you to go train Steven Seagal. And I was in my 20s at the time. And I was like, okay, what am I working on? What? He's like, you're not working on anything. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he just wants to hire somebody to stand there and watch him walk on the treadmill. And I said, no. Nice. I said, no, Carl. I said, first of all, I can't believe you asked me to do that, but no. I said, fuck that. Fuck. They said, go, go fucking hire a prostitute. I'm going to, no. And from the very beginning, I've always been very like, fuck off. No. I mean, like, I'm not, it's just not me. You know what I mean? Like, I wish and when I first moved here, I could have had no morals and no scruples and I could have, but I just don't. I'm like, fuck off. There's many of that. If you want to have sex with your trainer, I'm sure there's many trainers you know, that though, have sex with I, I will say this. That does get around. What? Like, yep. that reputation. Like, mm-hmm. once you're that person, we it's don't like last. you can't you well you can't escape it either. Well no. you can't last also. No. I mean like you can't this is the other thing. This is the other thing about longevity in the business. So like you were saying, like how do you so word of mouth, right? Like so I used to tour with a lot of clients too. And you can't teach somebody how to be. Like I can't teach you how to how to regulate yourself, self-regulate. Yeah. Like I can't teach you how to I can tell you all this shit's gonna happen, but you need to understand how to self-regulate. And I had been they, this, uh, what do you call it? Pop star had wanted to hire me to go on the road. They wanted to pay me like $5, right? And I was like, I can't do this. So they said, can you try to help us find somebody? And I don't normally do this. And I said, okay. So I found this girl that was a referral to somebody else because I wanted the original girl and she wouldn't do it either because it was $5. And I'm like, you guys want to pay no money for top level people. I'm, and I said, I'm not bagging on how you want to do your expenses, but you're asking, you're approaching high level people, but you want to pay like nothing. I said, I could get you somebody to go on tour for free, for free. But then that's what the level is. It's what I think. Then I'm like, then that's the level that you're getting is that if you're charging nothing, like it's too fucked up to me. I get more. Anyway. So we found this girl to go with her. I went to have a meeting with her the first day. She came to pick me up to go to this meeting because we were, I don't know, she was picking me up. We get in her car. We go to get in the car. She's like, hold on one second. 
and blows into her alcohol thing to start the car, right? And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening here? And so I said, what's happening? She's like, oh, I got a DUI like a year ago. So I still, I'm sober. I'm like, all right, I should give her a chance. This is like not going with my instinct, right? Cut to, we hire her to go on the road with this pop star, right? Like midway, almost at the end of the tour, I get a call from the management company and they're like, Ashley, we just want to let you know we've let go of the girl that you referred. And I was like, what? Like horrified, right? And they said, stop regulating. They said, well, they were in Vegas on their tour bus with the the artist because the trainer is on the tour bus with the artist. And she tried to smuggle in a guy that she met that night when they were drunk onto her fucking bunk to get to San Diego because he wanted to get a free ride to get to San Diego. And they found him on her tour bus. And she was drunk. So she obviously lost her sobriety, right? And she did other things that were like fucked up. But the point of the whole thing is, is that when it was said and done, I talked to her on the phone and I, and she was real defensive with me. And I said, wait, 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 before we just start this whole conversation, because I'm going to hang up in like five, five seconds. I just want to let you know, the first thing you should be saying to me is apologizing profusely. The second thing you should be saying to me is what's the address of the management company so I can send them flowers. The third thing is you're done. I said, you need to find another career because you're done in this business. Your reputation is over. Okay, you just fucked yourself so badly with this. I said, this is a huge, huge artist. That's a huge management company that hired you. You'll never work again. I'm like, it's over for you. She was crying. No, defensive. She wasn't crying at that time. She was very defensive. And I was like, girl, you need to hang up. You need to write this all out because you're way too defensive. You're not understanding what's happening here. Anyway, she emailed me eight years later and asked me if I would support her in the fitness industry because she wanted to get back into it. And I said, I'm, I'm not the one. No, but anyway. That's, like, that's hard to get past. Like, yeah. Even if you yeah. really care about a person, there's certain behaviors you almost can't no, come back I, from. No, but right? that's what I mean. Like, I Especially can't. when it's your reputation yes, as well. Yes, that's yeah. what I was so horrified about. And I'm like, you can't self-regulate. Like... Being on tour with these, I said, you know, you're going to go on tour and you're going to be in a bus with this artist, right? You're going to think you guys are best friends because it's just the two of you alone together all the time. So you think, oh my God, we're such good friends and we hang out together and we go to the mall together. It's because it's a forced friendship because you're on tour. And I said, but the thing that you have twisted is that you are the bottom person on the list of things on this thing and you are replaced in two seconds and there's 50 people behind you waiting to take your job. So you're not friends, but you have to play it in a way that you're friendly, but you need to be able to self-regulate because you're in charge of all this. When the dancers want to go out and go drinking, the answer is no, you don't go with. You go back and get ready for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this is, this is who you need to set up what you're doing tomorrow. You need to call the hotel in advance. You need to make sure there's a treadmill. You need to blah, blah, blah. You're, this is not like your tour, yeah. you know, but this is what these people get very caught up in the money of it and like I'm on a private plane and I'm in these nice hotels and like you lose your job what are, what are the two rules Bobby do you remember these the two rules of personal training don't sleep with your clients yep yep and what's the other one don't train your wife or girlfriend or don't train your husband or boyfriend my, but my boyfriend trains me but that's different it's jujitsu <laughs> it's true though but, but that goes to that whole thing of it's like, very hard I, you, I'd say it's hard yeah. you have to maintain a certain type of relationship with your clients well, you know? over, I mean if you sleep with your clients then, then, you're, then it's, you, you need to end it and you need to get another client and the relationship that you or have with, with drinking with them yeah, I mean exactly. even, even just I don't not like, oh, let's talk, like, do you socialize with your clients you know what it depends who so I've got I've got I should say this I've got two levels of clients uh-huh, if you uh-huh. will 
I've got people who pay me that are complete business. Right. And then I have people that fall into a different category. Oh, okay. They're like my guys. Okay. So there's one person, Ronnie Price, uh, just as an example, because he doesn't give a shit if I talk about him, uh, played in the NBA for a number of years, cool dude, wanted to get, you know, better at, like, basketball. He's 30, he's kind of... Anyway, we became friends, and we have a friendship. Oh, okay. And he comes, and he's part of, like, my morning crew. Oh, that's So cool. every morning at our gym, we have a sponsored session that's 9 till 10.30, and you can come and train. Oh, that's and, cool. and how you kind of get into the sponsored session is, like, you pay with sweat equity. If you work hard... You're not an asshole. Right. Don't bother the people there. Right. You can come for open training and we're fucking now, cool. Okay, so now I like that. That's what I mean. Like that that's, works okay. That's kind of the deal. But the one-on-one with your time and with you. No, no, no. That's a different. Oh, that's a okay. different thing. Yeah. This is like you're coming. You're invited to my sponsor training. It's only certain people oh, that okay. get that. So, like for example, you're in town. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I want to come to Maxim's gym. I wouldn't charge you. If you were in town, you're like, hey, I want to work one on one. When you learn, I wouldn't charge you. Like you're a you're a you're a colleague. You're a we person. We need you to charge me. But we're a, you're, I would look at it as like a colleague type. Well, thing. okay, but here would be the difference, right? If if you came like you're here, right? And let's say we went and worked out together. Working out together is different. If you wanted, if if we were going to do a thing on Instagram where you're like, I want to learn the walks, fine, that's different. But if you were in town and you're like, look, I want to train with you. Um, no, no, you you would be then a client. Oh, okay, that's a okay. different yeah, thing. Yeah. Like it's more then it's like, like we're just like getting like together. if Gunner was in town, he's like, hey, yeah. I love what you do. Of I want course. to get together. I saw you overhead squat. If you could teach me some yes. stuff, but come on in. Where, so that's, that's like that's like the one level. The other level is, hey, I want you to go on tour with me. Right. No, no, no. This is now. I got to be right. away from my kid. I got to right. be away from this. Yes. This is what you're going to pay. Right. Do you, yes, does that, yes, does yes. that make more sense? Yeah. Like that's kind of the kind of the deal how I how I get people into those categories it's also like a probably personal how you feel about them it depends how I feel about them and how they come across personal right yeah you know what I mean like it's how they and and that's that's the biggest thing is like it's not very often that I you know I think a lot of times we attract who we are you know what I mean like we attract who we are so you probably don't attract a ton of incredibly difficult people so I I get people actually well you have a gym so it's different but I'm in your gym oh but I get a different thing people are usually scared of me yeah, it's a very that. common thing. That. Like, I need to train to come get ready for you. Like, I even I remember a good buddy of mine, Stu Badley, came in. He played in the NFL a bunch of years. Ended up standing in my wedding. I stood in his mm-hmm. wedding. Um, we're, we're really, really tight. And the first day he came into the gym, he's like, "Hey, man, I, I just I, 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 can I train here?" I, uh, I, I I play in the NFL, but don't hold that against me. I, I know you probably don't like it. I'm like, who what? you think I am? Like, <laughs> but see, but how like, interesting. You... Look at his story that he's told. Yeah. Like, he walks in with all this stuff yeah. about you. Six foot Everybody five. has these preconceived... 260 pounds, yeah. making like $10 million a year. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm not, like, we're cool. Yeah. I'm not going to fight you. Like, it's like, I, I broke my arm. I don't know if I can play anymore. I heard you're the guy to help me, but like, I don't know if I'm ready for it. And I'm like, not, like yeah. I am like a legitimate, like, the baddest man on the planet right now. Right, like what, right. What gives and someone like that I'm willing to yes. willing to help that to I can yes. That yes. I can vibe with. Um, there are other people who are a little different, but my and I don't know if it's because of what I post or because of my tone or because I fought in the UFC, but I get a lot of fear Probably. from Maybe people. That's... And you know, wait, this made me think of it when you were saying about 
pricing, right? So I do agree that there is a lot of value in uh, being of service with some people and then charging. That's the thing that I, I work with myself and with other people with is if you want to be of service to somebody who can't afford it and they can't afford to train, you're like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Come in and let's train. That's, that's different because you're being of service and there's no charge, right? Versus me chart a lot of times not you but a lot of times newer trainers have a, a problem with they're like I just don't want to charge this now I do want to ask you a few other things so I don't want to take you too long no no you know, please um, why do I have such a bad endive salad I don't know but go ahead yeah. I don't know do you want the pizza no, I'm good it's really good I okay good. so what's kind of like it's it's funny. We were talking about age a little earlier, mm-hmm. and, and I look at it as like because I'm from a small town, like thirty year old, forty year old. But you're really not. What's kind of next in your career? What do you want to do? Um, well, I want to produce a lot more um, online content, like my the AB Fit app. Um, when I started that was because we wanted to offer programs for people to like comprehensive programs that they can like bring to the gym and follow for 16 weeks, eight weeks, six weeks. Uh, basically like the, the things where I didn't know what I was doing in the gym when I was younger and all these people go to the gym and nobody knows what the F they're doing. And I, and I tell them it's not because you are a bad person. It's because like I say, if the dentist office was open to the public, would you know how to use it? I mean, you would use a water pick and you would use a toothbrush because that's what you know. You would not know how to do the drill or how to do the scraping. Or So with the gym, people do what they know, right? It's what they're used to doing. This is why people don't get the results that they're looking for. So I really have loved being able to offer, like, you were about revenge body. Every person that I've worked with that we've had huge change with, the exact program that I do with them, that we do create for them, is then I make it available via my app for everybody. So we, I like this year we did a build program that our my guy put on between thirty eight and forty two pounds he did in twelve weeks right so that program we made available for people that they could also uh, purchase or like strong and sleep which was the same thing with my girl who lost forty pounds doing hers so I like I I personally love being able to work with more people it's it's I I love the one on one training but it's limiting to a point. So my next phase of doing things is we're creating a lot more content for the app stuff and doing a lot more digital platform stuff so I can reach more people. And I would like to do another vehicle of a show. I mean, I'm, I love working with people and I love talking to people. And I'm not saying this because I think I'm just some asshole, but I feel like television is such a good vehicle. I, I, I'm very comfortable on TV. So, and I like that vehicle in order to help other people. Um, but I also like the digital platform too. So I'm moving more towards that. I still do love hour to hour training, but I don't want to do that as much. Um, and then working just with bigger groups. So I've been, um, oh, also, I'm also about to launch um, intuitive coaching for uh, trainers and people who are in the service industry. So I do that a lot, and I work a lot with one-on-one with coach, uh, other coaches, But and I love that, too. I love troubleshooting people's careers and their businesses. I love doing that. So, you know, more of that. And well, that's what I like about here. You can create whatever you want. Yeah, and that's something super valuable, I think, because it's something like I've had to learn almost everything on my own. Yeah, me too. But yes. it's, it's, it's like I wish someone would have grabbed yeah. me at 30 and been like, hey, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need yes. to do. But it's like... Bobby, that's... Ex- so this is exactly... So I don't care. Like, I'm like, I will tell you exactly what I did to get to where I am. But let me tell you how to do it so you can skip the 10-year prison sentence that I did uh, on the, the gym floor for 10 years. And let me let me help you not lose 
thousands and tens of thousands of dollars of doing it the wrong way. Do you know what I mean? So the coaching with people and doing that is exactly that. I want to give to other people exactly what I wanted when I started. Yeah. Like, no, no, don't do this. You don't need to waste your money with this yet. You don't need a publicist at this point. Do this. Like, I had a, I had a guy starting with me. His name is Drake. And he was great. Really? He was a... Like Aubrey? Graham? Like that Drake? God's plan. <laughs> oh, God's plan. Like yeah. that Drake? <laughs> Close. Okay. No, not that. Drake. I wish. He was a. He's a, a Drake from Evanston, Illinois. Okay. But he was a very hard worker. Trained a ton. Worked seven days a week. And he came to me. He's like, I am so burnt out. He was charging thirty dollars a client. He was working something like twenty hours a day. He was working seven days a week. And he's like, I'm just not making the money, you know? And what we had to do was really look, I'm like, okay, well, let's back up and look at what, what is the, what is the first goal? What do you want? Like you're asking me, what is my goal? Like this is the part of the thing is that I said, what do you want with your career? What do you want with your business? And then from there we were able to understand like grouping people together and doing doubles together and then charging this amount to moving his gym, not having it on Groupon. I'm like, I need to tell you something. Your stuff on Groupon, I'm just telling you, if I saw a personal trainer was on Groupon for personal training, I would think... Do you know, though, I, it's... But it's, no, no, this is just here, just L.A. No, I think it's I think it's true everywhere. But what I was going to say oh, is yeah. it's funny where people need help is it's really hard to get rid of your biases. So, like, I can't speak for other people, but mm-hmm. I can give you, like, my case, for example. Up until I was 16 years old, 15 years old, I was bullied fairly heavily. Yeah. And when I say bullied, everyone gets called names. I get it. People drew on my face on the bus every day, ripped my underwear out, punched me in the face, made fun of me. Um, These four hockey kids got together, broke my collarbone one day. Um, I never wanted that to happen again. I started wrestling. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sucked. I lost every match my first year. My second year, I won one match out of like 40. And then I kind of found the weight room. And I was the kid that went in and got pinned under a 45-pound bar. Mm-hmm. Like, no clue. Mm-hmm. And only because, and I think this is where the free thing comes for mm-hmm. me a little mm-hmm. bit, only because a kid named Michael Xavier, who was older than me and mm-hmm. didn't care to bully me, helped mm-hmm. me. Uh, uh, Brian Sepatelli, who was like a fitness coach, helped me. Uh, Eugene Vinci, who's my wrestling coach, helped me. Mm-hmm. A couple other guys. I cannot remember their names. If I did, I'd write them letters to thank mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. They, like, showed me some shit. And then I started getting better, and I started winning. And then I won more and more. And that's really the only reason I am where I am. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have my kids with that. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be in the UFC with that. I wouldn't be you without mm-hmm. that. Like, I'm very grateful for mm-hmm. that because I had some people to help. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I've had a hard time with, and I think a lot of other people struggle with this, is that you look at me, and I don't know what you see, but maybe you're like, wow, he fought in the UFC. You're due to call me a monster. Oh, a monster. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a monster. I'm whatever. I don't see that. Right. right. I see a scary. 50-year-old right, kid who's right, going to get right, beat up and stuff right, in the locker again. Right, right. And the other part of that is, is I didn't grow up rich. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents yeah. had a used when I wasn't, I wasn't destitute by any means. Mm-hmm. But we lived in a 700-square-foot home. I shared a room with my brother my whole life. Mm-hmm. And the car, when we were 16, was a Plymouth Sundance Shadow used. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is what you get. You mm-hmm. need to work if you want to buy anything. And I didn't have a silver spoon. I nothing. Me too. So there is that thing with business where it's like, if you told me, hey, do you want to cut my lawn tonight for 20 bucks? I'm like, yeah. Right. I'll make 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And then you're like, no, 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 dude. 
you're one of the world's best trainers, you're going to charge this. $50. Right. Yeah, right. You're, not, right. you're not charging 20 but you should, what you should do is you should charge this celebrity, this person, $500 an hour for your rate and then pay a dude 20 for your lunch. Right. And I'm like so discombobulated well, but, over that. But part of it, though, it's not necessarily that I think, oh, my God, someone's a celebrity, you have to gouge them with money. No, not that. Oh, I'm just okay. talking about your worth. It the could worth. be $100 okay. yeah. an hour. It could be 150 you. hypothetical numbers. My point to that is, is like, dude, you're not working for 20 bucks an hour. You need to get your worth. Right. And I think a lot of people's problem with business is they've got these biases. These psychological inner, things that they hold bias on, inner bias uh, that they have yes. about themselves, and it's like I wish somebody at thirty would have been like, "Here's what you're going to do." It's it's right. the same right. kind of thing right. when I was in the UFC and had access to all kinds of people. Right. It's like I really wanted to pitch them, but like, oh shucks, I don't want to bother them. I don't right. want to like. Why was I like right. that? They'd right. be happy because I would be happy to take a picture right. with you. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like if, if this dude came up and said, "Hey." um, can I get a picture with you? Like, I love you on Instagram. I'd be flattered right. and honored, and, right. but I would be scared to ask you for a picture right. if I saw you out. And so I would have loved when I was 30, it took me a long time to figure all this stuff out. Yes. I would have loved to have a you to come along and grab me by the ear, pull me in right. a room, and say, listen, this is what you need to do. Like a right. business coach, right. a life to, mentor. Yes. Uh, but somebody that was in the industry and did it. Right. Not like, because you get all these people that call you, I'm going to grow your Instagram. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to grow or your like business and get coach. you clients. Like, you don't get it. Cool. I'm going to know. Like, you don't get what I do. Yep. Like, you don't get it. I it's want somebody that's like going to help me. Yes. Because at 41, I don't know everything. Right. right. And well, I wish that we, I did. But like, don't. it's like, hey, no, you need to have your eye on this. That's what's, that's, I think, the biggest, I think, block that people have is like, you know, it's, I love knowing people's stories of what drove them into their business. You know, like what got you into MMA was being bullied and and, and all that, right? And, and deciding that you're not going to have not putting words in your mouth, but no, wanting to empower yourself, want that to right? You again. don't want that to happen anymore. It's like what got me into wanting to learn jujitsu is like so. I've always been into self defense. I was sexually assaulted multiple times as a younger little person, and it's like that got me into wanting to do self defense and why I'm still so passionate about jujitsu and, and, you know, and all that, but, and helping people like I grew up with, I was saying before, you know, I was saying I was a dancer. I was telling Joe I was a dancer, which does not set you up for anything athletic at all. Okay. And I felt so unathletic and I came from an athletic family and no one ever took the time to teach me anything. Like I can't fucking run. I couldn't run if my life depended on it. It's because both my, one foot was going you know, to the left and what was going to the right. But no one ever explained to me, like, running sucks for you, Ashley, because you are so externally rotated with your feet that your form is terrible. Or, like, I was so unathletic. And my my father growing up was like, you're weak. You're weak. You can't do this. You suck. You're horrible. You can't do this. So it's like my whole drive for me was like, I am going to be the person to... To be like, I see all this potential. I see exactly what's happening with you, and I'm going to teach you how to move because no one's ever taught you, and I can teach you how to move. And then, then it's like you're not an asshole because you can't do this. It's because you're not doing it right, and I'm yeah. just going to help you learn how to do it right. That's all. You just no one ever taught you, and and that's usually my thing with people is I'm like, it's not that you're a failure. It's that you didn't have the right coaching or. Or this doesn't feel right with your squat pattern because look at your collapsed arches of your feet that you don't see, or you know what I mean. And it's we always want to give back of the things that we didn't get. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's mm-hmm. my my way that I teach and what I do is always I want to give to you what was not given to me. 
You know, like, I feels want, like everybody has yes. a, like a revenge body thing going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's a reason that you're not where you think you ought to be, and trying to figure out what that is is sort of the process. Right, and like wanting to help people to get to, to yeah. understand their own bodies. Like, uh-huh. you know, I didn't. I felt the same way. Like, I didn't feel athletic, and, and I actually my thing for a long time, my secret was that um, I was not smart enough to pass a um, any test. I was like, I have severe ADHD. I'm like, I cannot take a test. So I was terrified to take any of my certifications. And this is actually true. So I overcompensated in every other way I possibly could because I was like, you're going to find out that I can't take a test. So I'm going to dominate in every other area of my career. So you won't notice that I can't take a test. And then revenge body actually was really interesting. My, my cert had expired. And they were like, um, you need to take, uh, you need to redo your cert. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, and it has to be ACE or NASM. And I was like, when? And they're like, you need to take it within the next, I don't I think it was like four months or something. And I was like, I'm not going to be on the show. I'm not going to be on the show. There's no way. I, 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 I was like, I'm not going to pass it. Meanwhile, I've been training for, I don't know how long. Yeah. I went so then I was like okay fuck this I am going to fucking back because I'm not going to miss this opportunity so I hired a uh, tutor right and I sat down with the tutor but I told her I said look I need to tell you something I don't learn in a normal way okay I cannot sit down with a book and tell me read 50 pages I I can't I, I, I don't know how to learn the right way and I anyway she was so great and helped me figure out oh okay I have to take constant tests quizzes fake quizzes fake quizzes anyway point of the story is every day for 15 minutes I studied down to the wire I took my fucking ace test alone in this room at the thing and I passed it right and I was hysterically crying it was the biggest accomplishment I've ever made in awesome. my entire yeah. life, which means nothing to anybody else but me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I have never felt more proud of myself. I could cry and talk about it now. I was like, I couldn't believe it. That changed my entire life. Because yeah. I didn't feel like I had to hide anymore. I mean, I could cry right now. Talk about, I mean, I, I felt me, like I didn't have to hide anymore. Let me ask you a question. You obviously had a great experience <laughs> from that. Right? Yes. If you could have bullied your way out of it, would you have? If I you mean manipulated my way out of it? Yeah. Like, like I, I have this joke about like, I rip off my shirt. I'm like, this is my fucking shirt. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like, well, and they were like, like oh, okay, you're good. Like, that's what that's I've done kind of like you peacock up and sometimes, or you're like, no, 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 I've done this, this, I'm Ashley Borden, you're gonna fucking you want me or you don't like if you could have, you would have. Well, I got away with that for a very long time, right? Because I had like here's the thing. I would always say, like, I my I have the same amount of knowledge as somebody else who's taking the cert. I just couldn't sit down to pass the fucking test. You wish now you wouldn't have got away with it for all those years? I wish I had well, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I feel like everything happens the way it's supposed to happen for a reason. I feel like my career's unfolded the way it's supposed to unfold. I feel like the things I was doing at the time were supposed to happen then, so I could be who I am today. I don't regret anything that I've done because I've gone about it the way I've gone about it. Um, no, I mean, like, I like the pressure. I had to have the pressure to do it. I like that they also were like, no, it can't be some shitty ass certification. But I, I also don't agree. I look. That cert does nothing for me, right? It doesn't make me any better or any worse. Zero. Yeah, well, I was... I've got nothing. By the way. I'm over-educated and under-qualified yes, for but my job. But this but this is, but this is, yeah, but this is what I'm saying, right? You, I've met many over-certified people that you put them in a room with a human being and they're like... 
I don't know what to do. So I was that. And by the way, I, you know, I still feel it's like, you know, I didn't go to college, right? I didn't go to college. I barely graduated high school because I was too busy obsessing about how fat I felt and who had time to study. So I always used to be like, I'm not good at school, right? I'm not good at learning, but I am good at learning. When I'm learning things that I want to learn, I'm not good at sitting in history class learning about things I didn't want to learn. So I was very ashamed about my education for a very long time and felt like I was a failure because I couldn't couldn't take all these tests and all that. But again, it really depends, Bobby. Like, I want to be hired by companies. Companies want to know if you're certified or not. You know, some companies. Some companies don't care. A lot of shows will be like, they do care. And sometimes you might, like, this guy has like 30 of them. Yeah. But you might not have Ace. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck, guys? Okay. Like, I've got every other thing. Like, I'm a USA weightlifting coach. I'm a USA yeah, gymnastics I mean, coach. Like, yeah. Really? I need Ace? No. And and that was that was an insurance event, I think, for the show at the time. But I actually thought for a minute, I was like, I'm... I'm not going to pass this test. Yeah. And now everyone's going to know that I can't pass a test. And and it was the best. It was the best thing. It, it changed my whole career because I was like, I'm not humiliated about it anymore, and I could talk about it because I was so humiliated about it. You know. Wow. So. And you can use it as a tool to help other people. Yeah. And I'm like, look at it. It changed. I was very internally defensive. Like you didn't know I was defensive, but internally I was like, dun 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 dun. Like I'm like, don't ask me about my, you know. Um, but I don't think certifications don't mean anything. I mean, the, you know, you need to be better for a trainer who's learning, like mentor underneath somebody, shadow somebody if they want you to. You know, I have a lot of people ask if they can shadow with me. I'm not into that. What would it take for you to, to mentor somebody? Would it take like a like a like a, an essay? A yeah. Story, <laughs> a, like a, there's a backstory to that, but would yeah. it take an essay, a story? Uh, you mean have somebody like come and watch me train people? Or well, you mentor you, them, like take them work with them. You I do that. Take them under your wing. Okay. I do that though. I, I, that's coaching. I okay. Do coaching. You mean for free? Yeah, I'm talking like you want to help a kid out because I get this all oh. the time. Hey, I actually got an email the other day, and a kid wants to move to Salt Lake and and learn and like, hey, you're the best. I, I'm willing to uproot my life. And part yeah. of me, I'll tell you, part of me comes from I thought my UFC career was over. Right. I was having a rough time. I had no fucking money. Nothing. And a guy named Shaw Franco, who like became like a second dad to me, and Brian Bino, who I don't know where he is now, um, boxing coach, um, kind of took me in and trained me for free. Just, and I never understood why. Like, I was like, what? And Shaw goes, you're a nice kid. He's like, you have a real yeah. chance to do something special, and this is what I do. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. So I showed up on time early, right. left late, yeah. slept the mats, yeah. fucking trained my ass off, and won. And like, I remember talking to him, and I'm like, how do I thank you for this? Like, what do I do? And he said, just pay it forward sometime. Help somebody that needs help. Like somebody that otherwise wouldn't have a chance can help them. Yeah. Like give them a, oh shit, oh, okay, cool. So, it, and, it, and it's hard when you're, but sometimes people are like, hey, can I come and learn? And I'm like, yeah, of course. I guess you're one of the root of your life. And right. Come here for a month and learn with me Does every day. Do you give other trainers that work in your gym too? Uh, just uh, my wife and then Will Pace. That's it. Okay. That's it. Like it's just. So it still is you. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's like, hey, you want to clean the toilets? You want to do the mat? 
you can come learn. Right. Like it's kind of like that. Well, that that thing. makes sense though more for you because you have a place that they can like I. If somebody were. My thing is more my clients. My clients would be like, I don't want somebody watching right. this entire time while I'm doing this and I'm paying it. Like, that would be more some some of my clients. Um, but also, like, you know, the, the best way to learn from me is to train with me. You know, um, I, it's like, I mean, there's so much. It's like, I have my own system of the way I am. You know, I mean, yes. I mean, should you walk your client to the car when they're done? Me, I feel like if you can, yes, I think you should. Do you have towels that you put down for your client and give them water? You know, like I work in a gym where it's a CrossFit box, right? And I am a, I have a room that I train in. Um, it's attached to the gym. But I'm not a CrossFit coach, and it's a CrossFit gym. I like training at CrossFit gyms. I also need open space because we use barbells and stuff like that. The gym itself is—I I like the look of it, but it's not—it's not super luxury, right? And I charge—I do charge. Not—it's not inexpensive. But for me, so what I do because the gym itself doesn't offer any amenities in, as far as that. But I'm there, so I bring my own, you know, very great yoga mats that I have, that I clean myself that I have, that are Manduka. I bring my own nice bamboo towels that I have for my clients. I bring the Fiji water for my clients every single day because Fiji sponsors me. I want to train with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, they oh, get the sponsorship water. thing. Send them my way too. I do love Fiji. Yeah. It's my favorite <laughs> they just, place they in the world. They send me water. Yeah. <laughs> never been to Fiji, but yeah. So, like, that's for my clients, right? And I, so no matter what gym we've ever been at, they always have the same luxury stuff with right they have this my, my yoga mats they have the towel they have their water and they have me so it doesn't matter what gym they're in yeah because I'm like it's what we what I provide for them right so they so then the focus isn't on the gym like when I had to move gyms I was here right I live five minutes away from here a lot of people were close by I, I moved 20 minutes away and people were sad that I moved gyms and it wasn't as close and I said I hear you by the way I wish the gym was next door to my house too but what we're looking at is what's best for you and your workouts so I say people come and if you cannot stand the commute and it's a deal breaker then don't train anymore okay like come once and if you hate it and again it's like the do I make a big deal out of it with the client it's it, that's what I'm saying like when I'm teaching people it's like if you make a big deal out of it if you're like oh I just moved I'm so far further away than here and this place sucks and the place is dirty and it's I'm having a problem with the owner like don't put this on your fucking client don't tell your clients this yeah you know don't yeah. dump on your goddamn clients I like I get in the whole thing with clients like I am very like business I do not dump my shit on my clients you know what I mean and I keep the talking when they're rolling out in the beginning you know and then we're working out and there's no shit talking either about themselves either it's another thing with me like no negative talk no and I'm not joking about it A I don't want to absorb it B you're here for one hour for yourself shut your hole and do something I ask people to leave when they do that I suck out you didn't even have a warning. What do you mean? Get her up. Yeah. Like you're done. Like I, I got not, not listening to it. You do and not. That's like a. So big if I was training with me. you in our first day, right, and I was squatting with you, and our first day we warmed up, and I was like, oh, I fucking suck, and I'm fat. I would give you a lecture. I would talk to you, and I'd tell you that's your one warning. Here's the rule: you do not negative self-talk in here. You do it again, you're done. Yeah, but I feel, but I feel fat today. See it. So you would kick them out. Yeah, you're done. Love it. <laughs> because it's like, I'll give you a warning. Yeah. Like, here's the thing with corrective behavior, I think. You have to let people know they're doing something wrong. Yeah. You do that again, like, no means no. 
Right. Like, even with my kids, I do this thing now with the three-year-old. Someone says, hey, little Jack. His name's Jacksimus Maximus. Uh-huh. That's his name. Okay. Clowns. Anyway, Jacksimus, you need to share your toys with Bill. I don't want to share my toys. He doesn't have to. Who doesn't have to? Jax. Yeah. Share shit. I'm not sharing my cell phone with you. Can you share your stuff? Adults don't do that. It's like, no. So I don't make him do unreasonable stuff. And he mm-hmm. says no. He doesn't want now, to. Now it works the same way. He wants something that the other kids and is expecting to share. No, dude, because I want to teach him for a couple of things. One, to, a lot of people have a hard time with the word no. Mm-hmm. Like saying no to people. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have that. Number two, he has to respect when other people say no. Right. I don't want to raise him to be disrespectful to women. Yeah. I don't want to raise him to be... It's like, no, a girl says no, it's fucking no, dude. If... A, a guy says no it's no right like and I want to give him the tools where his no's not filled with hope right he can right. Or, back or his no, no is, up no isn't necessarily a negative thing either it's also no. like you know no it's not I don't want him to be caught in a position where you're like hey Rob can you help come and move my couch and I'm like I guess I better and then right. I'm and then resentful yes, and yes, upset yes. and the whole thing no He's dude like, no, I'm like sorry. no so it's like okay here's how here's how we want to do it or he's wrestling with me and he, you know, he, I don't want to wrestle anymore. Dad. Okay, we're done. We're cool. We don't wrestle. And then he comes up five minutes later and wants to wrestle. No. Sorry, dude. You, you said want no. to be done. You right. want to be done. Right. You're done. And I think that's an important mm-hmm. That he understands what he's saying. For people. Too. And if you let people break that thing once or twice. Yeah, it's all. I have, so what I do is like when you, so you come in and I, when we're talking, I'm like, so what do you hate the most for cardio? Like, what do you? And then you give it to them. You're you're an evil person. You're like, I hate the assault bike. And I'm like, do you? And you're like, yeah. So then we start training. And then you say something negative. I'm like, so here's the deal. Every time, and I have like a chart thing. And I'm like, every time you say something negative, that's going to be three minutes on the assault bike at level 60 or up. Um, and they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, I'm serious. And they're like, okay. So I cheek a little, uh, you know, I keep a chart, right? So then I'll check them off. And then I'm like, all right, you did four negative things. So that's going to be, you know, whatever, eight minutes on the assault bike, uh, 60 level or up. And they're like, are you serious? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm totally serious. At the end of, at the, end of the session, I'm not going to have you do it now. You do it at the end. So they do it. And then we sit there and I wait. And then when they're done, I'm like, I'm not, I said, and I'm not joking. And I'm not doing it to be badass, but I'm like, I don't want to, A, I don't want to hear anything negative, okay? I don't want cortisol release. I'm trying to not have core belly fat, okay? A. B, you don't need, you call your friend in the car. I always say, call your friends in the car and tell them how much you hate yourself before you come in the train, but I don't want to hear it. So what what happens then if somebody, because we've talked about this, somebody likes the punishment. It's like you show up late. I have never, ever had one person like the punishment. But it's like, you train, they're late, you give them burpee, they like working out. The worst thing is, you're out, what do you mean I can't train yeah you're done I told you I've never had anyone that was like I liked my punishment well they don't say it but they don't mind it because they want to train sometimes it's like hey you're out yeah in time out I mean you're done it's a, it's a real consequence and a real thing but I do think you have to give somebody a warning because some people yeah, yeah. Don't, or they don't understand they don't they understand don't they don't know and it's yes. like here and if you're nice to them and I'm not good at this with people in my life Right. Like if Joe and I got in a fight, it would end in fist cuffs, oh. and then we would probably. I'm, we're savage humans. Right. But, um, <laughs> that's where I go. True. But okay. if uh, no, not really. <laughs> we would talk it out. I'm we like, would I will make sure that I'm not late next week. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But we would, you know. Yeah. But with other people, it's like, hey, I'm just gonna let you know. 
I don't do well with negative self-talk. I don't like hearing it. It affects me in a very negative way. It affects you in a negative way. If you continue to engage in this behavior, you're going to be asked to leave. Yeah, I like that. It's important important to give them a chance. It's important to give them a consequence. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, what's going to happen? I I had a client come in. So this is like, I probably only, I probably fired maybe five people in in my career, right? Like, fired. And I had... Clients or? Clients. Employees. Clients. Um, I don't have employees. Well, no, it's just true. I have assistants. But uh, fired were, like, clients. And um, I had a woman that was a client of mine for a while. She was a top-level paying client. And um, she was always late. Okay. So you have to get to a point where I'm like, I have to get to the point where I can't care more than you do. So if you want to be late constantly, it's either I fight against it or I'm like, be 45 minutes late for your 15 minutes. I won't care anymore. So she was late, but she was always high. So she could never find a parking spot because she was so high, right? So anyway, she comes in to the workout. I'm in the front room with my colleagues. She walks in 35 minutes late and she walked in. My colleagues are in the room. She walks up to me. She goes, look, come on, let's get started. Let's get started. And if you think that I'm paying your full rate today, you are mistaken. Let's get started. And I was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. You're done. Now, I had, in the moment, I, same thing, right? I'm like, you can leave. But I said to her, no, 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 no. Let me copy the entire session. Let me copy the entire session. And she's like, no, no, I'll pay for half. And I go, oh, no. No, no. Don't pay for any of it. Let's work out. So we finished because I'm like keeping note, right? Then two days later, she comes in again, late. And she walks in the room. And she starts her shit with me again. I said, whoa, 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 stop, stop. I said, let me just explain something to you what's not going to happen. You are not going to hold my livelihood over my head because you can't find a parking spot. Number one. Number two, you walked into the gym two days ago in front of all of my colleagues and told me that you're paying half of my rate because you can't find a parking spot because you don't give yourself enough time to find parking. Would you go into the grocery store and tell them that you are not going to pay for all of your food because it took you 30 minutes to find a spot in the lot? Would you tell your hairstylist this, that you're not going to pay for your full hair, but you feel like you can play with my livelihood? That doesn't work for me. That's number one. Number two, you're so disrespectful to me. I said, I give you a safe environment to train when you come in here all the time. I said, what you did just crossed the line with me professionally and personally, and that does not work for me. And now I feel like I'm compromising my integrity to work with you, and that doesn't work for me. So we're done. And I'm like, I will refund you the rest of your money back and you can leave. And she was like, starts escalating. Yeah, I said, no, 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 no. We're not going to get it. You can leave. I'm done. And so she starts yelling and crying. And I walked into the front room. I'm like, I'm not talking about this anymore. Anyway, long story short, she went in the bathroom for 10 minutes. Then came out and starts crying to me and telling me that she's fat. And this is why. And I said to her, look it. I don't hate you by any means. Okay. But I don't compromise my integrity for anybody. And it's gotten to the point now where now I am, and now it won't, it won't work for me anymore. She's like, well, you, you, somebody like, well, you know, you charge a lot of money or whatever. And I, I sit there, I go, I go, girl, I, I get that. By the way, you can find somebody to come, go, you can find somebody to come to your house for $5 if you want, but that's not the point. The point is that you're not respecting me, and I respect you. So we're done. So I, 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 that was it. I'm sorry. And we, um, and I don't feel badly about that because I feel like I'm very clear where my boundaries are. Well, and honestly, I'm, you're, you're not helping her by feeding into that either, right? No. And by the way, 
How dare you walk in and tell me I am not paying your full price? I'm like, I go, I said, I work hour to hour, okay? Just because I charge more money than maybe some other trainers do, that means nothing. I work yeah, hour to hour. You have a choice to hire me. Yes. You knew that at the start. Yeah, like this and by, the way, by the way, I mean, if I told you, I mean, this woman is loaded, right? It's not even the fucking point. Right. But I was like, absolutely not. And I believe the universe rewards you. By the way, after I did that, one of my best clients I've ever had came to me. So I do believe in the universe rewarding you when you have integrity and you have a line. Well, and you have to. I remember a story from a guy who interned with me. He ended up working in Greenwich, Connecticut with loaded hedge fund managers. And he would have people that would spend $20,000 on a bottle of wine. Yeah. And a nickel and dime him. Nickel and dime And they'd be like, well, I don't want to pay you 100 now. I'm going to pay you 95. And he's like, now my rate's 200. Yeah. Uh And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, well, here's... Because you don't... It's like becomes a respect thing, not... uh, they won't pay you. Yeah, yeah. Pay, you know? And I, I, I say that all the time. I'm like, it's, oh, this is what I do say about discount. People say, do you, have a, do you offer discounts? And my answer is the truth is I say, there is not one thing that I give to you that's discounted. Not one thing. So no? No, I don't do discounts. I don't do, pa- I don't do packages. But you, you know, you pay up front for time. But... What about coupons? What about what? Coupons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... No coupons. Yeah, no, of course. But, you know, I mean, but that, that's for me. And that's what works for me. Some people, maybe it, it can be different. But you have to have a bottom line. Yeah. Or you are... The minute it switches over and you are their bitch, it doesn't... You might as well just quit anyway. It's not going to yeah. work. You don't... Yeah. You don't die. It, there's a reason that there has to be... You know, Brian is my best friend. He's my business partner and he's my coach. But when he coaches me, it's the same thing with Duda. Like, with, with my boyfriend with jujitsu. Like, I don't... I am... You know, I am like... I don't know what you say, but I am like, listen, I, I, I don't, I'm not disrespectful, you know, and it's their session, not mine, and it's Duda's session with me, like, he's the black belt, I, I don't walk in there like, I, you know, he, I've never done that, but he would be like, <laughs> you know, what color is your belt? Are you? Meanwhile, meanwhile, nine years of white belt. I was nine years of white belt. greatest white belt for a time. Just like, yeah, just like Kramer on Seinfeld. Yeah. What was he? White belt? <laughs> you know what the best Nine is? Nine years of white belt. When I go against the kids in kids' class, I dominate them. They yeah, can't but, hang with me because it's all about skill. If you went into a place and you were a white belt wrestling with you, and you were a wrestler, it's like any of the guys that are fighters that in jiu-jitsu, you're being respectful by going into their school as a white belt. That's the respect, right? But you... I mean, you can't be a white belt for that long. I, I would, I would take all my belts away. I would be a white belt for life. Uh, but right, I mean, like you the can't nine-time go. world champion, white belt, yeah. nine-year-old girls, <laughs> <It's to be. laughs> you know, the nine-year-old girls. Anyway, this has been a blast. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like ten o'clock at night. Just kidding. Really <laughs> this is great. I love yeah. talking to like-minded people. No, thank you. We appreciate it. We love having you on, and we love what you do. I mean, like that's one of the reasons we had you on. Is and I said this to people this week. Is like there's not a lot of people in the fitness world who I respect enough to spend time with. Like it's like holy shit. This person's real. This person's real. This person's real. This is like my list. So thank you for. for I learned a lot today, and I Me appreciate too. it. Me too. Well, thank you for having me on. I know Joe feels the same oh, way, so thank I, you for so much. Thank you. It's been so much fun. I love that you came out here and you're doing your, your, your human being tour. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's valuable well, thank you. Tour. It's been yeah. wonderful talking to you. Well, there is part two of our interview with Ashley Borden. Uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed that as much <laughs> as, as part we did. Part one was thick. Woo-wee. 
<laughs> yeah, that. You know, I, 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 I got to tell you, Joe, I really love our job. Yeah, we're like very, it's, it's very really. Fortunate. I think it's a lot of work while I'm doing it, and then I listen to it and I realize how much fun I have and how much I learn. Yeah, by yeah. just getting to do this. It's just, I mean, I, 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 it's a dream come true for me to meet people like like this. And I mean, I, I too remember a day where Ashley's regularly mentioned in Women's Health. Yes. Uh, Vogue she just put on her Instagram um, she's on TV like I, I remember when I got started in this industry thinking like how would I even get to meet a person like that so the fact mm-hmm. we get to interview such incredible people is just incredible to me so I'm, 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 I'm very grateful if you want to learn more about Ashley Borden you can find her and I believe her handle is at Ashley Borden Fitness that's right on Instagram. Yep. A-S-H-L-E-Y Borden, B-O-R-D-E-N Fitness. So just go check her out there. Uh, she's got a great feed, really inspirational, and uh, really has made a life out of helping people and is an expert at it. So yeah, she's uh, super incredible, super giving. Um, just one of the people that just kind of brightens up the room when she walks in. She just has great yep. energy uh, and, and tons, and I mean tons of great free content. So check out her Instagram, yep. check out her website, See all the things that she does because she is just constantly doing something. Yep. And in the meantime, go also check out the MaximusPodcast.com for training plans, your daily dose of workouts, nutrition stuff, uh, all kinds of resources from the podcast. If you like the kind of things we talk about here, there's tons of resources for you on that website. And you also get to interact with Joe and I one-on-one on a daily basis and everyone, uh, all the Maximus podcasters from around the world. We formed a really good community we would love you to be a part of. 